Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. All right, Dan Patrick Show community. I'm about to make your holidays even happier. Get the Epson EcoTank cartridge-free printer. Because you know what's not festive? Cartridge conniptions. Those panicked freakouts that happen when those pricey ink cartridges run out of ink at the worst time possible. Like when you're halfway through printing your holiday cards. With Epson EcoTank, you can kiss those expensive cartridges goodbye This printer has big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. So just fill and chill all season long. Now that's Mary. Epson EcoTank. Learn more at Epson.com slash Dan Patrick. If dog people made dog food, it wouldn't be sold in a 50-pound bag in the hardware aisle by the shoe polish. It would actually be food. It would be made with real, fresh meat and veggies gently cooked to preserve their nutritional value. You know, like food. The Farmer's Dog was created by dog people who cook and deliver fresh, healthy food. Try the Farmer's Dog and get fresh, pre-portioned meals tailored to your dog's needs. Tell us about your dog, build your plan, and get 50% off at thefarmersdog.com slash listen. That's thefarmersdog.com slash listen. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, 
at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Greetings and welcome inside the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Jason McIntyre, ready to go for the next three hours. Our first show together, dude, man. How you doing? Yeah, never worked with this guy before, people. <laughs> if it goes poorly, it's not my... No, I'm very excited. I know Jason's work, obviously, long time. Fox Sports Radio superstar. I'm just trying to live in your world, man. Uh, okay, so the, if you live in my... Okay, so we're going to talk about the Knicks a lot, right? Because, oh, hey, because <laughs> finally, for like the first time in like a thousand years, the Knicks are good. Right? That's a really big thing for me. I'm very happy right now. Yeah, well, you know, as a Knicks fan, the last time they were good was the Jeremy Lin era. I refuse to call it the Carmelo Anthony era. And it's been a minute, you know, so uh, I, I'm right there with you. The first basketball game I ever attended, I'll never forget it, Madison Square Garden, 1985, Lakers-Knicks. First game I ever attended as a young guy, and I just fell in love with both teams. So I became a weird Lakers-Knicks fan, the only one on the planet probably. Wow, that is really weird. It was like whichever team was doing well at the time. Okay, I'll be. But you you hit it right in the middle. Like the Knicks were just starting to yep, get Patrick good. Patrick Ewing, yeah. You saw a lot. You must. Have, how many Hall of Famers were in that game? You must have seen. Uh, Magic Jabbar. My dad was a big Jabbar fan. Uh, Patrick Ewing. Those were like the big three. James Worthy obviously was on the team as well. But uh, yeah, it was a good time to be an NBA fan. And uh, you know, I have a feeling we're going to talk a little nostalgia in the NBA later in the show. People on Jason, just to preface it. People on social media are so angry with me. What else is new for this oh, yeah. Reggie Miller stuff, which we'll get to later. The Haitiography of Reggie Miller is a little bit over the top. And, of course, he's taking a shot at the, the current young guys, which is all these old boomers want to do these days. Jason, I'm getting sick of it. All right, wait, hang on a second. I got to look up. Hang on, Haitiography. Hang on, I got to look up what that means. Hang on, that means, okay. <laughs> I, oh, thought I, I thought I dropped like a $9 vocab word in the opening segment just to no, remind that, people who they're dealing with here on that Fox was a, Sports that, Radio. That was a pretty good word to drop. I, I dig you. that. I Thank mean, that's you. like, you must have gotten like a, like a perfect score in your SAT on the verbal uh, part. I think I got like a 900 or something like that. When it was up to 1,600 or when it was like the new one? No comment, Jason. Okay. I, no, I, was, uh, I, was, uh, I was the kind of kid who decided like, ooh, I should probably work my butt off in journalism as opposed to try to get good grades in uh, high school and college. But I was on the AB honor roll in seventh grade. So I will, uh, I will put that on um, you know, my tombstone, I think. It's not on your Twitter profile? No, AB it's honor roll, seventh grade? I, I left that there. one off, actually. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, we will definitely get to that Reggie Miller take. That is an awesome story. We'll get that coming up uh, probably top of next hour. But right now, uh, we got to start with the latest from the NBA. We'll get to Steph Curry in a couple of seconds as everybody waiting with bated breath for the result of the MRI of Nugget star point guard Jamal Murray, who went down in immediate pain after he hurt his left knee driving to the basket last night in the last minute of the Warriors' Uh, win over the Nuggets uh, and it was really difficult it was a play where he was going in for a hoop they were down seven he comes down on his left leg and it immediately crumples and here's how it sounded rebound down to Jamal Murray less than a minute go three-pointer would be nice Murray right to the rack gets hammered and he'll go oh Oh! They're just oh, going to say hurt. he lost that. That's a challenge. He's hurt. Uh-oh. Jamal's hurt. And he he's grabbing his, his left, left knee. knee, and he is in severe amount of pain. This is a worst-case scenario, sports fans. 
There it is, Nuggets Radio Network. Uh, Mike Malone came out to check on Murray right after. They brought out a wheelchair. Uh, he was able to get off the court but could put no pressure on his leg. Malone said after the game, the locker room is incredibly down right now. There's no answer. We'll wait for the imaging. And I'll tell you what, Jay, this is a Nuggets team where I remember seeing that, you know, in the bubble into the playoffs last year, and I said many times, the era of the Jazz and the Nuggets in the West is coming. All right, they got young players that have locked in. They've locked in for a few years, and their era is coming. They are two terrific teams. And here come the Nuggets, who have been playing extremely well. But if something happens, they lose Jamal Murray. I, I, I don't know where they go from here. I mean, yeah. this, this is it's such a huge blow. Devastating for the Nuggets. And, you know, Jason, I had said on – I have this podcast, Straight Fire, on iHeart. And I had said a couple weeks ago, after the Aaron Gordon trade, that the Nuggets were the best team in the West. Now, obviously, LeBron and AD are not healthy. But you look at that Nuggets team and how they played after getting Aaron Gordon, and this team was stacked. I mean, they were just torching teams. Murray, of course, we know how heroic he was in the bubble. That series he had uh, against Utah when they were down 3-1, one of the most heroic series I've seen in a while from a player. Two games over, uh, where he dropped 50 points, three over 40. I, I feel awful for Denver right now. This is just terrible news. Very sad to start the show with. Yeah, now hopefully it's something where it could be just a hyperextension and it's, you know, it's it's a couple of weeks or a few weeks and he's back for the playoffs. But all of those non-contact things that happen, you just hold your yeah. breath and wonder, and he just means so much yeah. to this team. You know, as, as good as Jokic has been playing and he's become a, a dark horse MVP candidate. Well, you know, one of the one of the 150 guys in the MVP candidate, you know, we read, <laughs> uh, right now Jokic is 13th, now he's 6th, now he's 7th. And, and he's been terrific, but man, I'll tell you what, uh, Murray makes this team go and he's the guy in the playoffs obviously when guard play becomes more important that he does have those huge games and I, I don't know where I don't know where Denver goes without him yes they are stacked and that's great and you know who knows maybe they can figure something out but man they lose him it, it's hard to look at the Nuggets and say hey Nuggets can get out of the West I mean because this is a loaded Western Conference this will be loaded one through six yeah. in the West this year and I don't know how they get out of it well uh, in addition you you touched on it the MVP situation is very up in the air right I mean LeBron's been hurt. Joel Embiid's been hurt. Uh, You know, I had Frank Isola come on my radio show Saturday morning and said Jokic was his number one, you know. And, you know, I saw a great stat, Jason. 48 of the 65 MVPs have come from number one seeds. Well, Denver ain't sniffing the one seed without Mm. Jamal Murray. So can Jokic win the award? Do we have to go back to Joel Embiid, who's injured and, uh, you know, they're fighting for the number one seed in the East? I I don't really know where we go. Uh, Listen, people aren't going to want to hear this. Um, a guy named Zion Williamson won't win the MVP, but oh my gosh, have you seen what the guy's been up to? Like the NBA this year, Jason, I don't know how big of a regular season guy you are. You know, I joke that life is too short to watch January college basketball, but NBA in the regular season this year has been pretty sweet. I mean, so many good comebacks, guys dropping 45, 50 at the drop of a hat. And Jamal Murray is a joy to watch. I uh, wish him a very speedy recovery. Yeah, it's weird. With with MVP, it's like as soon as we say, all right, this guy's the front runner, something happens. And yeah. they wind up getting hurt and, and or, you know, because it, it was Embiid for a while, right? And then he got hurt. And then it was Harden. And it was, okay, oh, Harden, look at what he's doing. And then it was, okay, now Harden's out and the Nets win without him. So, it, you know, as well as he's playing, you know, can he really be the MVP? Then it became Jokic for a bit. Then it was LeBron, but then LeBron got hurt. Yeah. So it's like every 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 few weeks, every month, there's like a new flavor of the month. Yeah, Damian Lillard cracked that list maybe at some point. I, some people are against that, but his clutch numbers have been insane. 
I, I will just add this on the Nuggets. You know, Jason, last year they had Gary Harris, Jamal Murray starting in the backcourt in the playoffs, and then Jeremy Grant at small forward. Well, if Jamal Murray's gone, uh, all three starters will be toast from last year's great playoff run. Okay, Jeremy Grant obviously thriving in Detroit. Gary Harris just got shipped to Orlando, and now Jamal Murray's hurt. So this Denver postseason run may have just gone up in smoke if if Jamal Murray's out any significant amount of time. Whew, guys, that West is absolutely loaded. All right, we'll keep you posted on the Jamal Murray story. Again, an MRI today, a very shaken Nuggets locker room, and this shakes up the playoffs clearly. But also in this game last night, we saw a big history from Steph Curry, who now becomes the all-time Golden State Warriors leading scorer. Uh, he passes a guy maybe you've heard of. Take a listen. 17,782 for Curry. Dribble drive. Curry goes in, drives the layup. It's up and good. And there he is, Stephen Curry. Now the all-time leading scorer in Warriors franchise history. He shines brighter than the Big Dipper as he passes Wilt Chamberlain into history. Warriors Radio Network on the call. Part of a 53-point night for Steph Curry. And, you know, really quick, he was for a hot minute. Curry was the was an MVP favorite because it was the storyline of, boy, if Curry can lead the league in scoring and somehow single-handedly get the Warriors into the playoffs, oh, maybe Steph Curry's the MVP if he has this kind of year. But clearly the Warriors are just hoping to get in the play-in games at this point. Um, I, I look at this, Jay, and I see this big achievement from Steph Curry, and I go, Warrior fans have to enjoy it now because eventually in the next year, He's going to go play someplace Whoa. else. Whoa! I mean, look, what? I know we like to think of him as a forever warrior, and certain players like to think of him as forever players, but look, everybody changes now in the NBA. Everybody goes someplace. And the Warriors, the era of their dynasty is over, and, and you're not going to get big players to come join them now. It's an aging Curry. You don't know what Klay Thompson's going to be like when he comes back. And Curry wants to keep winning. He doesn't want to sit here and hoist jumpers and score 35 a night into obscurity, you know, into his mid and late 30s. So eventually he's going to know, I have to go someplace else. Hmm. And he'll leave as and whatever happens, just like LeBron leaving Cleveland, he goes back. He won the championship there, so he's always going to be Cleveland's uh, favorite son. He'll always be a warrior, but he'll go someplace else for the last few years of his career. He'll go and team up with somebody. LeBron's already trying to court him. He'll be that shooter, you know, a much better version of a Ray Allen near the end when he was such a big deal on title teams. And I, I see after one more year, Steph Curry's going to say, I can't just keep getting my ass beat like this, you know, every single night um, and losing, and he goes someplace else. All right, Jason, I'm signaling for a 20-second timeout here. Um, I cannot believe you just disrespected Steph Curry and put him in the same class as Ray Allen. Are you kidding me? A two-time MVP in Curry. I don't think he's going anywhere. I mean, it's fun to think like, hey, hey, LeBron, he's going to recruit Curry. But like Curry is the Warriors. When you are the guy and you've won three chips and two MVPs, you don't go to play with other guys. They come play with you. And there was an interesting report out yesterday. And again, I don't want to give something that's not from Woj, uh, a lot of credibility, but there is speculation that Kawhi Leonard is not thrilled with the direction of the Clippers, okay? We saw their second-round gag job against Denver last year. Paul George is signed long-term. They had to because they gave up all those picks. Kawhi, not so much. And if they happen to go down in the second round again, Clippers lose to, uh, I don't know, whoever, Lakers, Suns, Jazz, whoever it is. Is Kawhi sticking around? And the report is that, hey, the Warriors would then be interested in pursuing Kawhi Leonard. And I listen, 
I, I, I think it's fun to talk about Curry teaming up with some people. I just, I mean, they were, he was able to recruit Kevin Durant to come play with him. And now he's going to go play with someone else. I, I, I'm sorry. I don't buy it. I can't imagine him going to Milwaukee to play with Giannis uh, or, or uh, Phoenix with Booker and Chris Paul. No way. I can see someone wanting to go to Golden State. You know, it's a desirable, the Bay Area, lovely part of the country, a little expensive. Um, but Jason, I, I can't see Curry leaving. You, you really think there's possibility there? Because because everybody does. Could you see LeBron leaving Cleveland? No, but LeBron left Cleveland. Well, no, wait I mean, a second. Hold on. It's Cleveland. Come on. It happened. Yeah, <laughs> but he's, he's from there. I mean, he's, he's yeah, from there. You know, Cleveland. he left. You know, you know like- look, I love New York, but I left. You know, I left for Los Angeles. I wanted sun, and I didn't want snow anymore and all these things. I, I left for L.A. Look, everybody leaves in the NBA now. And if if it was four years ago, and Steph Curry is 28-29, and here's, a you know, Clay Thompson is, is, is the other splash brother, and he's still a guy that can score 20 in any quarter. Hey, and Draymond Green is still a guy that, actually shoots the basketball and 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 affects the game then yeah th- th- that's still a big a big draw for anybody but now you're looking at a team in which Draymond Green clearly isn't the same guy you don't know what Clay's going to be and here's Steph going okay go here and play with Steph are you really going to jump in and 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 join a title contending team or are you joining a team that's kind of wheezing along a bit and you're hoping to catch lightning in a bottle that- I mean look I I'm with you on how great it is in Golden State we don't give them credit for the culture they created for what Steve Kerr was able to do and, and, and take this team and Steph Curry, who was a an all-star caliber player, and turn him into one of the greatest shooters we've ever seen, where he scores suddenly 30 a game. Uh, but, th- but that was four years ago. And now it's going to be, okay, guess what? You have to come here to a bigger market, whether it's LA, whether it's someplace else. I mean, look, he, he, may, wanna, he may say, you know what? Hey, let, let's all team up someplace else. Let's go to Charlotte. You know, I can get a couple of guys and go to Charlotte and play, and I can go there and I can go back. All these things would be on the table for him. And because everybody goes, and we've seen this, I, I can't put it past for a second Steph Curry would leave. Yeah, so he is from Charlotte, and there was some chatter that, oh, maybe he wants to go home the way LeBron went home to Cleveland. I just I look at ownership, front office, coaching. That stuff matters, I think, to stars. And, you know, I don't want to act like too much of a loser here at the outset, but when Durant went to Golden State, I instantly went on Cowherd's show, and I was pumping up Kevin Durant's the best player in the league. And Durant saw it on Instagram, and we start talking and open a a little friendship there. And I asked him point blank, like, what are you doing going to the Knicks? Why why would you go to the Knicks? This was when everybody was speculating he would leave Golden State for the Knicks. And he essentially said, what do I care about the owner? Like, what do I care about that? I'm, you know, essentially, I'm Kevin Durant. I'm bigger than that. But notice, he didn't go to the Knicks. He went to the Nets because Kyrie Irving went there and, you know— they were able to pick whoever they wanted as their coach to an extent. I think Durant had a large say in bringing on Steve Nash, who we work with in Golden State. But, you know, you could argue, yeah, that there is some say in the players, but I, I find it really hard to believe that Steph Curry would bail on Golden State. I, I think it's easier for him to recruit guys there than to Charlotte, although Charlotte is one of the best stories in the league. LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward, scary Terry Rozier. Um, man, that that would be... I don't even know where that would rank. That would probably be up there with LeBron's decision to go from Cleveland to Miami, right? You know, now, now, let me ask you, are you sure you were actually uh, friends with KD and it wasn't a burner account? Yes, no, yeah. Are you sure it was KD? Okay. It was indeed Durant, yes. Uh, All right, right. He, yeah, I know he has multiple burners. <laughs> um, but, uh, and again, I, I am a Curry fan. I should probably preface that. Um, you know, 
I started a podcast way back when I was on. Uh, I started this website, The Big Lead, and I had a podcast there. The first guest I had was Steph Curry before he had signed that like $78 million deal. He had he had been injured in his early years in Golden State. That was when you could get him on your podcast. Right. And I've been such a huge <laughs> fan of Curry. I ran into him at my gym two summers ago after he had the injury. Uh, super. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play nice guy and uh I, i'm just a huge fan of him on and off the court this guy's done so much for the league and um i, I he's he's a great ambassador for the bay area he, he's the greatest guy in that franchise history you know no disrespect to wilt and rick barry and all those other guys it's curry right he is the the franchise Twitter at how about a fresca? Jason at Jason R. McIntyre. Jason Smith, Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes today. Hey, where other vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz vans go far beyond from their customization options and cutting-edge tech to their five-star sales, service, and financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz vans are built, equipped, and engineered to be ready for anything. So go the extra mile by taking that all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. So again, we'll have more on Jamal Murray. Jason and I on opposite sides of the Steph Curry conversation again. 
weigh in. Twitter at How About a Fresca, Jason at Jason R. McIntyre. Coming up next, we got some NFL coming your way. Hey, a huge retirement a day ago. Is this guy headed to the Hall of Fame? Psst, probably not. But is he headed <laughs> to the Hall of Fame? We'll find out coming up next right here, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm not sure about you, but it feels like I'm printing nonstop throughout the holidays because you have cards, gift tags, lists, cookie recipes, and nothing will ruin the fun like a good old-fashioned cartridge conniption. That's when your printer's pricey ink cartridges run out of ink at the worst time possible. And you can't help but lose it a little or a lot. It's frustrating. But Dan Patrick Show community, you know what we're going to do around here. We bring you tech solutions. The Epson EcoTank cartridge-free printer, a great solution. Epson EcoTank uses big ink tanks and comes with a ridiculous amount of ink. Go ahead, add some people to your holiday card list. No more running out of magenta when you're trying to make the season merry. No more having to apologize to your house guest after having a total cartridge conniption. With Epson EcoTank, kiss expensive cartridges goodbye. Just fill and chill. And who doesn't want some more chill around the holidays? Epson EcoTank. Learn more at Epson.com slash Dan Patrick. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you, their fearless guide through this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio, The Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith and Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes today. We had a huge retirement in the NFL a day ago as Julian Edelman, postseason hero extraordinaire, hangs him up retiring after a very good NFL career, and I'm saying very good and putting that in air quotes. Uh, joining Jason us now on the hotline to break it all down and all the big news in the NFL, senior NFL columnist for CBS Sports and CBSSports.com. You can follow him on Twitter, at PriscoCBS. It's at PriscoCBS. It's Pete Prisco. Pete, good morning, man. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? We're doing good, man. Hey, listen, Edelman retires. I saw your tweet, you know, Hall of Very Good, not Hall of Fame, but people are starting to make his case for it. Well, you know, how do you break this down? Yeah, I don't even think it's close, to be honest with you. I think he was a very good player who did a lot of good things in the postseason. But when you really add it up and look at his numbers, uh, he doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. And, And nor will he get into the Hall of Fame. I mean, there are so many other receivers that are fighting to get into the Hall that are clearly better than he is. And uh, if he wasn't, 
you know, one of those guys that played on those good Patriots teams, it wouldn't even be consideration. So, no, Hall of very good, not Hall of Fame. Yeah, Pete, hey, it's Jason McIntyre. I, I, I'm just curious, why do you think people are enamored with Edelman? Is it more his story that he was a converted quarterback from Kent State, seventh-round draft pick, who went on to win the Super Bowl MVP and played with Brady and dated celebrities? Uh, what What is it about Edelman that even has him in this discussion? This guy was never, ever a top-five receiver in the NFL at his position. Yeah, and I think you hit it. I mean, I think when you see a guy who made himself into a key part uh, of some of the great teams this league has seen, and uh, he was a former quarterback and, and you know transitioned to slot receiver and then also played some defense at times, I mean, th- th- there is a special story there. And, and it's he was a guy that worked his butt off and made himself into a really good player, and people respect that. But you got to – cast that aside when you're looking at the Hall of Fame stories because there's a lot of guys that did that, that, that worked to become great players and deserve it more than he did. But I think that that's exactly why uh, he is so revered, particularly in the Boston area. You know, the, the thing I look at is is that look at all these receivers that, you know, this is more about the Patriot way, I think. The Patriot way on the field is that all these receivers that Brady has played with over the last 20 years, some guys came and they put up these incredible numbers and they went someplace else or they before and they weren't the same. So it, it's like, okay, so how many guys can you say were truly great receivers when I can watch Julian Edelman go, boy, here's a pick and a rub play where he's wide open. Here's a pick and a rub play where he's wide open because the Patriots did that a ton over the past two decades. Yeah, and again, when you look at his numbers and you dissect his numbers, they just don't warrant him being into the hall. I mean, what is he, 156th all-time in receiving yards? That, that, that doesn't warrant you being in the hall of fame. There's a lot of <laughs> – guys fall uh, who have significantly better numbers and, and look you can go through guys that are just playing now is he better than Antonio Brown no DeAndre Hopkins no uh, AJ Green no I mean on and on it goes Julio Jones no way I mean there's a lot of guys playing now that have better shots to get into the hall than he does so great player for what he did but just not a Hall of Fame player all right Pete let's uh, pivot here to the NFL draft coming up here in a couple weeks and I got to say, um, I'm stunned at this Mac Jones to San Francisco stuff at three. It feels like uh, it's got to be the greatest misdirection play ever. Um, although a lot of smart people are saying, hey, Shanahan had loved Kirk Cousins over RG3 dating back to Washington when he was on the staff there with his dad. And it's going to be Mac Jones over Justin Fields. I- I'm not still not buying it. You know, my eye test says Justin Fields is the guy. What are you hearing? I'm hearing what you're hearing, but my eye test is the same as yours. I, I don't get it. And, and I've watched Mac Jones for a long, long time. He, he, he was a kid who was – I used to live in Jacksonville. He was there. He came up through the high school ranks. So I followed his career closely. And, and Mac Jones is a good, solid player, and he will be a good NFL quarterback. But the guy with the ceiling is Justin Fields. I mean, you know, people talk about Mac Jones hasn't played a lot of football. Neither has Justin Fields. And I think there's a lot more – growth there for him and these notions that he doesn't get to his second read and he's not great in the pocket. You know, if you go back and study the Indiana game, which everybody kills him for, the blitz really impacted him. And, and yeah, maybe he needed to do a better job with protections, but they hit him and came after him. And he still made through for over 300 yards and rushed for 75 yards in that game. It wasn't like it was an awful game. So I get it. And, you know, where were all these people that are now praising Kyle Shanahan for the notion that he might pick Mac Jones at number three, trading for two first-round picks to go up and do it? Where were they in January after the <laughs> national championship game 
banging the drum for Mac Jones being a top five pick. They weren't around. But now that somebody in the league is saying it, everybody's jumping on board and saying it's a great move. Mm. I don't get it. Well, I don't know. Chris, Sim- Chris Sims knows uh, Kyle Shanahan pretty well. I got a feeling when he says stuff, you know, he's not just pulling it out of thin air. You know, how, how much of it is, Pete, is that, okay, the Niners want to hit the ground running, and Mac Jones they see is more of a, a, a NFL-ready quarterback to come in and play than Justin Fields, who might take a little bit more time. You know, I don't know if that's the case, to be honest with you. I, I, I think when you look at it, why would he be more NFL-ready? Because he has, he's played about the same number of games. I don't see it. Maybe their idea that he fits in their offense is, might be something that they believe. I don't see that either. I think in that offense, you've got to be able to move and get outside the pocket. And Mac Jones didn't do a lot of that in college. It's not that he can't. I mean, he did run 4-7, but he doesn't look like it's something he's comfortable doing, whereas I think Justin Fields much more athletic can get outside and throw the football on the run. So I don't understand it. I think they're going back and doing more work on Justin Fields, which leaves, leaves the door open that it might change and go Justin Fields. Or maybe that's the guy they really want. I can't. When you look at their pro days, if you go watch the pro day that Mac Jones had, it wasn't very good. Yeah. It was average in terms of what pro days are. And I'm not one of those guys that gets wowed by pro days because you're throwing against there. But his wasn't very good in terms of some of the other ones. So I think that has to be a little concerning to the 49ers. Yeah, how much of this, though, Pete, is simply ego on Kyle Shanahan? You know what? Uh, Justin Fields threw six TDs against Clemson. I don't care. I'm going to get a guy that I can get in my system and coach him up, and he's going to be the best quarterback in the league. Uh, we know Shanahan has a colossal ego. It barely fits in the state of California. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, th- this guy really does believe that he could take a, a Mac Jones, who, by the way, had more All-American starting around him than the entire Big Ten and Big 12 combined on offense, uh, and he could just make him an amazing quarterback. Are you buying it? You know, you, you mentioned the ego, and I think ego cost the Falcons the Super Bowl a couple years mm. ago. I mean, had he just gone run, run, and I've actually had arguments with guys on his staff, if you had run the ball twice and uh, or even taken a knee twice and kicked a field goal, you have a Super Bowl ring. But the arrogance got in the way there and cost them the Super Bowl with the Falcons. And, and so, yeah, he, he does have a little bit of that. I, I, you know, in talking to guys around the league that know him very well and guys that have coached with him, I think some of that has been uh, gone. Because, you know, it's left him a little bit because he's matured and aged a little bit. I do think he's a brilliant offensive mind, one of the best in football. But to sit here and blindly say, oh, Kyle Shanahan's going to draft Mac Jones and therefore it's going to work because we believe everything he does and everything you know John Lynch does. They passed on Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes to take Solomon Thomas. Ah. So let's not forget about that. I mean, you know, they did do that. Now, they had signed Jimmy Garoppolo, but does that mean that now they don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is very good? I don't think Mac Jones is going to be much better than Jimmy Garoppolo in that offense, where I think Justin Fields has a chance to have a much higher ceiling. So if you're the 49ers, I don't see how you do that and take Mac Jones. Pete Prisco, senior NFL columnist for CBS Sports and CBSSports.com with us here on the Dan Patrick Show. Jason Smith, Jason McIntyre in for Dan and the Danettes. All right, so when it comes to quarterbacks, Pete, uh, if I give you this bold prediction for the draft, tell me the percentage chance you think it has of coming true. Right, we think we're going to see quarterbacks the first four picks. Could we see quarterbacks eventually with trades up the first five picks in the draft with Trey Lance being that fifth guy off the board? It's possible, and, and the reason it's possible is if the Falcons or, or take a quarterback at four, and then you're sitting there and you're the Bengals, you have your, your selection of guys you want, and you could move down and still get one of those guys. I mean, if it's Panay Sewell they like at left tackle, or if it's more, you know Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts, then if there's a team that wants to go up and get the fifth quarterback – 
you could move down a couple spots and still get one of those guys. So it is definitely possible. Uh, I would look, the Falcons are the tough one. What do they do? You hear Arthur Smith is all in on Matt Ryan, but maybe the, you know, Terry Fontenot, the new GM is not. And so they're going to have a tough decision. Do they stay put and take Kyle Pitts and if you, or, or one of the offensive linemen, if you look at Kyle Pitts, you look at Arthur Smith, Arthur Smith loves to use two tight end sets and he'd love to have a nice pass catching tight end to go with Hayden Hurst. So that would make some sense there as well to make another push on that offensive side of the ball. Could you imagine Kyle Pitts, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and, and Hurst in that offense with Matt Ryan throwing the football? I mean, they will score a lot of points. So that's a possibility, but I also think there's some people in that building that are pushing to take the quarterback. Let me ask you, Pete, about um, owners. You know, the, the situation in Philadelphia got really ugly really fast. There was a story in The Athletic about Jeffrey Lurie having weekly meetings with Doug Peterson and having to answer questions. Well, we're now hearing Arthur Blank in Atlanta is uh, totally all enamored with Matt Ryan still. He doesn't want to kick his guy to the curb, and they won't pick a quarterback at four. I'm just curious. Where are you on these billionaires voicing their thoughts on football uh, You know, uh, with, with the teams? And I know it's their right, given that they own the team, but is it the right thing to do? Is it smart to meddle if you're an owner on an NFL team? It happens more than you know. I mean, look, uh, you know, and and look, it is their team, and they do have that right. And I know sometimes these coaches get frustrated, but uh, you know, remember who you're working for. You know, just like if if your boss came to you and said, "Look, uh, I'm going to call you in after every show and tell you what I didn't like and what I do like, and you're going to do it my way the next day." You're not going to like it, but you're probably going to do it. Um, so yeah, I, 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 it goes on way more than we think. And everybody always thought it was just Jerry Jones that meddled because he was the GM of that team. No, they all, or a lot of them do. They, a lot of them get involved and and voice their opinions. Most of the time they let the football guys do the work, uh, and then come to them if there's a tie and then maybe they lean one way or the other. It sounds like in Philadelphia, Jeffrey Lloyd, much more involved than that. Uh, and you know, the politics, of a front office, and, and that's the thing that happens in this league. The egos get, you mentioned ego before, the egos get in the way. And even if there's a great working relationship between a GM and a coach, a lot of times ego messes that up. And, the, oh, I do it this way. I get credit for this. He's talking about the players. I can't get enough players. The coaches start complaining about the GM not getting players. The GM starts complaining about the way the coach is using those players. And on and on it goes. And that's where the owner has to step in and get involved. So uh, ultimately, it comes down to ego. And the teams that can handle that usually are the ones that keep on winning. Pete, did you and I ever work in the same place? Because that story about sitting in after shows with people telling you what they liked and didn't like, that's very familiar to me. I don't know if we ever worked in the same place together at some point. <laughs> you know, what I, you know, to be honest with you, when I used to do radio way back in the day, there were always those that, would, after you're done, they'd say, hey, maybe you should do it this way. No, I'm doing it that way. You know, yeah, I understand exactly what you're saying. You can follow him on Twitter at PriscoCBS. That is at PriscoCBS. Pete Prisco, as always, buddy. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, guys. All right. Thanks, Pete. All right. You know, Jay, you want, a, you want a great story about that, right? So, you know, before working here, I worked across the street at ESPN. And there was a time there was a time when you always sat down once a week with one of our managers and they told they listened to a, a segment of your show and they told you what they like and didn't like, right? Which is 
Okay, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but all right, you know, that's fine. So, and to tell you how crazy it was, was that one time, I forget, there was a story, something, something weird happened during the seventh inning stretch at Wrigley Field. And so it became a topic. And Dan did it on his show. And, you know, our, our, one of our managers who, who did the, these meetings with you wrote out, hey, you know, a topic like this is awesome for sports talk radio. And don't be afraid to do that and get outside the box and do it. And so we're like, OK. And I did the same topic. I did it differently on my show, but I did the same topic. So th- it comes time to listen with, with, you know, my manager for it. And I do that as a topic. Right. And, he, and he, that's the part he listens to. And he says to me, you know, I feel like you got away from sports a little bit too much with that topic. And, and you know, I, I didn't I didn't really get any sports there for like, you know, the, the, the three or four minutes of that topic. And I said, but wait, wasn't wasn't that a good topic to do? You wrote an email out saying that that was good, that, you know, for for Dan did it. And it was it was really good to do. And you'd like to see more people doing. He goes, yeah, but you got away from sports too much. And I, that's when I knew I said, OK, I'm just not going to be able to wow. win. And, so, and, and this is just how it's going to be. And that's when I knew things like that were just ridiculous well, to do. It's okay, like, so I don't there, need those. Yeah, there's a difference between constructive criticism, which I definitely embrace. I, I love constructive criticism. How are we going to get better? It's not like we're Kobe Bryant who can maniacally watch film after every game and see where you screwed up. I don't think that exists really in radio. So all we can do is hope to get constructive feedback. But if you've got some guy who I'm assuming this guy worked in radio, do you want to give his name or no? Oh, no, no, no. It's, there's no need to. Okay. So w- was he a former radio guy? Was he a successful radio oh, yeah, guy? He, yeah, he was a successful radio guy. And, and he came and, and, and it was just, I was stunned at some of the things that, that, that was said. Huh? I'm like, okay, really? This is, this is how we're going to yeah, do it? Yeah, that's All weird. Right. I, I think the audience likes it when I go off sports for a little bit on my Saturday radio show. Now, that maybe a five-day-a-week show is different and the time slot matters, whether it's drive time or mornings. But I think people like that window into your soul and who you really are. I mean, if you could get in their car or their headphones for 30 minutes a day, I think you really can have an impact on what these guys think about you. And yeah, I'm I'm definitely pro going off sports. I mean, we can go off sports next next uh, segment if you want to, Jay. Yeah, hey, we could definitely do that. And, and <laughs> you know, I hear you on that because it's always a way. Look, you got to realize that that there's a lot of choices out there and you want people to know you. And I want to kind of tell you about my life through sports a little bit and what's going on when, when you're when you're doing shows. It's okay. There's different choices out there that you have. What makes you different? What makes you unique? And this is why we do a show here and why I have a show here and doing different things. So it's really important that people get to see that. And I understand the okay, you're away from sports too much. But I'm like, this is like three or four minutes. This is like when when uh, Doug Peterson would get criticized after a win, right? Like the, the story you had from The Athletic yesterday yeah. where Jeffrey Lurie said, why didn't you throw the football more? Well, it was 25-mile-an-hour wins because we were playing in Buffalo, and we won the game. What does it matter that we didn't throw the football more? We, all we got to do is win the game. I don't understand why, yeah. why you feel like we, we need to throw the football more. Like that's a criticism that I just don't get. Let me, like if you have a yeah. player that you're not using and you think he can be great and you're paying him a lot of money and you think – and you're not winning, hey, we got to change things up. But when you're winning and you're doing pretty well, and, you know, Peterson's a guy that kind of won the Super Bowl, Yeah, uh, I, I think you would give him a little bit of, okay, the guy knows what he's doing. So this is just a tiny, tiny thing. So a few years back, I was able to invest in an, a basketball team in Australia, in the NBL, the league where LaMelo Ball played last year and R.J. Hampton. And I went to a game. They had come to play the Memphis Grizzlies. In Memphis. So I fly to Memphis, hang out with some of the other owners. Um, one of them's a former college basketball player who played briefly in the NBA. And we sit down at dinner after one of the games. And then the coach shows up with his assistant coach. 
to have dinner with the owners. And I got to be honest, it was one of the most eye-opening dinners I've ever been at. Now, I'm a minority owner, very small slice of the pie, but just hearing the... There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play owner coach exchange was just like so illuminating because i'm like wow holy cow like we can say stuff and the coach kind of has to do it now i said that in my head but i really said nothing here and it was one of these good relationships where the coach is a tremendous smart mind he knows what he wants to fit his system and you know us as owners were like oh this is cool and, and to me that was one of the coolest dinners I've ever been at. Second coolest might be Billy Packer, you know, the former college basketball announcer. Oh, sure. Who everybody doesn't like. I was able to sit next to him at a dinner in New York City one night, and he just had stories galore about everybody. And I was a college basketball nerd in the 90s. Um, but at any rate, to, not to go off track, like, I like hearing these owner-coach exchanges because, you know, as a Jets fan, and you know as a Knicks fan— there are meddling owners in that team. Those guys want to be celebrities, whether it's to be in a rock band like uh, a certain guy you know with the Knicks or just Woody Johnson, who's a buffoon with my Jets. Like, you meddle, you're not going to go places. You think Robert Kraft was meddling with Bill Belichick? 
I can just imagine going to that dinner and, and the coach going, okay, I got to listen to the Straight Fire podcast so I know about my owner. I got to <laughs> do all these things. I got to watch FS1. I got to see where I, I got to be able to talk to this guy. I got to know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure that was crossing the coach's mind. You know, one of the most accomplished coaches in European basketball in the last decade worried about Straight Fire. By the way, great interview today on Straight Fire with Charles Robinson, uh, who says, now listen, I don't know if this is going to become a thing, but apparently Aaron Rodgers is legitimately beefing with his GM, like openly in Green Bay. Now, I think we have that on our rundown to talk a little bit about the Packers later. But, um, you know, I just want to look out, look big picture and zoom out, Jason. When you start seeing this NBA player empowerment, right, and players are saying, I want to play here, I want to play with that guy, I want to do this. Are you see? Are you starting to think that it's coming to the NFL? Russell Wilson, after a great run, hey, you know, I want to go trade it. Here are the teams I'll, I'll go to, you know. And now Aaron Rodgers beefing, and it looks like Aaron Rodgers eventually will leave. Like Tom Brady beefing, I'm going to go to Tampa. I'm going to win a Super Bowl. I, I, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on player empowerment, Jason, and whether you think it's a good thing for sports or bad. We got some player empowerment. We got that coming up in about 40 minutes with Aaron Rodgers. But speaking of the Jets, because I'm with you right there as a, you know, a 40-year Jet fan, uh, Sam Darnold had some incredibly interesting comments to make as he was introduced as a new quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. We got that and more NFL on the way right here. Jason Smith, Jason McIntyre, in for Dan Patrick, Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Did you know Amazon provides ways of working that fit your lifestyle? They know you value your time outside of work, juggling family, school, friends, or other activities. That's why they offer a variety of shifts that work for you. There are full-time, part-time, and even temporary opportunities that can work with your schedule with great starting pay and sign-on bonuses. If you want a career that fits and adapts to your lifestyle, head to amazon.com apply. Amazon is a proud equal opportunity employer. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. Fox Sports Radio, the Dan Patrick Show, Jason Smith, Jason McIntyre, in for Dan and the Danettes today. Two Jasons, two Jets fans who can give you a very unique perspective right now on what Sam Darnold said a day ago, or a little less than a day ago, is introduced as the new quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. Now, Darnold has always said the right thing since coming into the league, no matter what kind of situation he was in with the Jets. But uh, the biggest thing he said, you know, he made some eye-opening statements a day ago, saying that it was really tough dealing with the trade talk that surrounded him in the previous couple of months. Take a listen. When I heard the news that they wanted to trade me, 
it was tough. You know, anytime you're not wanted somewhere, that's always, you know, a tough pill to swallow. But then it was the opposite feeling. You go from being unwanted and then all of a sudden the people in Carolina, you know, wanted me and obviously traded for me. And you go from being unwanted to wanted and things didn't work out the way that I wanted in New York. But I was just so excited for a, you know, a fresh start and new opportunity. So it was bittersweet. You know, you know the, the thing that's tough, Jay, is like he was a, he was a really good guy. He seemed to know how to handle New York, but you know what was tough was that he stunk. I mean, <laughs> if you look from being a Jet fan, he stunk. He wasn't good, and he had so many excuses made for him by everybody around the NFL. He's like the Jennifer Aniston of quarterbacks. When you look at Jennifer Aniston, you go, "Why doesn't she have a better movie career?" Well, she keeps getting chances, keeps getting chances. Eventually, you have to sit back and say, "Okay, mm-hmm. it's not everybody else's fault, but his. It's not all the coaches and the players and the system." Uh, Darnold wasn't good, and he wasn't good for the bulk of the time he was in New York. Yeah, it's it's tough. I'm a huge Darnold guy. Uh, I'll just, in a quick defense of him, you know, Jay, he was drafted uh, by the GM who ended up getting dusted. He was drafted to play for uh, Todd Bowles and an offensive coordinator. They got fired after his first year. So you come in as a rookie, young rookie, learn a system, and then you got to scrap that and go for a new system and work for a guy in Adam Gaze who... Um, despite getting the seal of approval from Peyton Manning, was a horrible people person. So Darnold didn't get a fair shake. But I will say this in defense of Darnold as well. I forget who said the quote. I think it might have been Mike Tyson. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. Okay? A lot of these quarterbacks don't deal with any adversity at all. Okay? Carson Wentz is a prime example. Goes to North Dakota State. Awesome quarterback. No adversity. No media scrutiny. And then he gets drafted by the Eagles. Second year, you know, was the MVP leader, goes down with an injury. They win the Super Bowl. Carson Wentz is the next great thing. As soon as he started to stink this past year and they basically benched him, he starts pouting, get me out of here. I'm not a backup. Sam Darnold, to his credit, highly recruited kid, USC, that amazing Rose Bowl game that everybody out here in L.A. was in love with one of the great Rose Bowl performances by a young quarterback that I can recall, gets goes to the Jets And, um, you know, he wasn't very good, but he didn't pout, didn't whine, took it like a man. So I think there's a bigger upside for Sam Darnold, say, than a Carson Wentz who cried and moped in Philly when things went sour for him. How you handle adversity, Jason, you know this, being in a tough industry like I'm in, um, how you handle adversity says a lot about you. And I'm impressed with what I've seen from Darnold. Yeah, I'm just counting down because it's going to be another 20 years until Peyton Manning screws the Jets again, oh, right? Because he screwed us by staying in at Tennessee a senior uh, year. 20 years later, he recommends Adam Gase. So in another 20 years, we got to watch out yeah. for Peyton Manning. I forgot about he's going to really screw us. I forgot about staying in Tennessee. Oh, man. He's gonna- Jerk! He's going to completely screw us. Look, I feel bad because because Sam Darnold seemed to be have the right temperament to come into New York and do it and handle the media and handle everything. He just didn't flash. Yeah. I mean, in in a league where in a year where we saw all kinds of quarterback records set for touchdown passes, the guy the guy threw nine. You know, he's the lowest rated quarterback in the NFL the last two years. I mean, he couldn't throw. He didn't have a 300-yard game this year. Games when you're getting blown out 30-3 to and you're throwing the football, you should at least have a couple of 300-yard games by accident when you're losing and you lose, hey, 45-20. Yeah. But he couldn't even do that. You know, I mean, a, I, yeah. The, the Darnold situation is a Panthers. double loss, Jason. Are you ready? Go ahead. He's going to thrive in Carolina with Joe Brady, who's one of the best young GM, uh, young offensive coordinators in the league, right? And then Kyle Shanahan is picking third. We know his ego and offensive acumen is going to turn Mac Jones or Justin Fields into a star. 
And here we have Zach Wilson, who, if he's not awesome, well, the Jets screwed it up again. The worst franchise in the NFL. You know we have the longest playoff drought now that the Browns got to the playoffs? Oh, yeah. I'm it's been a lot. My, enti- my entire 40s was absolutely just wasted. It was just a wasteland well, was the of the flash Jets not of doing Mark anything. Sanchez. Mark Sanchez. Yeah, right. <laughs> I have who a Sanchez a T-shirt. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won more playoff games on the road than Tom Brady for the long. Brady just passed him like a year ago. Unbelievable. That's one of the great stats of all time. Four playoff road wins for Mark friggin' Sanchez. Fox Sports Radio, Jason Smith, Jason McIntyre. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Jason at Jason R. McIntyre. Coming up next, we got a great story out of the NBA for you. Fox. Whether you're a student looking for a new career or a building professional who wants new skills, PG&E offers free online training on energy efficiency and electrification. Enroll at pge.com training. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 